2: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Kramer Jess
3: on, on demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day.
1: Ooh, are you still mad?
0: Want an apology? Or is yours long overdue?
2: Give and forget with Kramer and Jess. Listeners reach out to us when they want to give an apology or demand an apology from somebody else. This
4: is Melinda from Timonium. Hello, Melinda. Hey, guys. Well, what are we doing? Are we going to ask for forgiveness or demand an apology today? Oh,
5: we are definitely demanding an apology today. My daughter's best friend's mom ruined Halloween this year.
4: What? How how was Halloween ruined?
5: So basically, my daughter has like two best friends. They have all saw Hocus Pocus two, and they decided they were going to be the three witches. Mm-hmm. And I texted the moms and was like, "Listen, my daughter's going to be Winifred. Chloe and Brittany were going to be Sarah and Mary." Mm-hmm. So this mom is always the disruptor. Like she has to do things her way because her daughter decides that she wants to be Winifred too, and then she texts in this group chat, "Oh." Um, I guess we changed the plans a little bit because Chloe's going to be Winifred also. No. There's no such thing as two Winifreds and then a Sarah. Two <laughs> Winifreds. Sarah <laughs> Not two Winifreds. <laughs> Aw. It's just ridiculous. But this is like, she's like the most annoying mom ever. And I'm just, I'm so aggravated because I always have to deal with the aftermath of the kids being upset. Because she was late, or she changed the plan, or she. So was wait, late. D-
4: wait. So your 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 daughter was going to be Winifred. Did she already know about this? It
5: yeah, was this like set. Oh yeah, I told her right away. The girls were so excited; they already knew. Like, I want to be Sarah. I want to be married. My okay. daughter so was they so decided, the girls. So it was
2: so it was the girls who decided, decided that they were, who they wanted to be. Right. Exactly. They all knew it. It was set. And well, um, wait. When she sends this text, like, "Hey, there's been a change of plans." Did you say anything in the group?
5: Yeah, I mean, I texted right back, and I was like, "What are you doing? That's not the plan." And all she does is sends me these little laugh emojis. She just
4: has no accountability. What are we trying to achieve in this? I guess is my question. Do you do? Are you like? Are you gonna Are you gonna die on this hill of of the, of the three witches?
5: Yep, I just want an apology because she is always changing the plans, and then I got to deal with the aftermath, which is an upset kid.
4: There's a plan made. Moms agree to it. Mm-hmm one mom went rogue. Does that deserve an apology?
2: I think that you, no matter what was going to happen, at least a warning, like, she could have been like, hey, like, my daughter, like, changed you know, less, because obviously, like, you know, the girls can change their mind every five seconds. Like, my nieces have a 200 different Halloween ideas, you know, maybe that would have happened, but at least a warning, because obviously <laughs> if, the, if the little ones are bummed because they had an idea in mind and that's not happening, so I think that an apology would be fair for switching things up without giving a warning to the other girls.
4: I just don't know that it's apology worthy. I just don't know if maybe this is more rooted in other things than necessarily the, you change the costume. I don't have kids, I don't have kids, I don't know, right? Like, I don't know yeah. if that's if that's well, like a big cardinal sin.
5: It's up to her to remind her child, you know, when you have a commitment, you keep it and, you know, you you don't want to disappoint other people and all the things that okay. go with it.
4: We'll we'll try it. We'll mm-hmm. try it. So mm-hmm. if you if you're new to forgive and forget, how this works is we've already talked to Claire, the other mom, and Claire has agreed to come on here. She doesn't know who it is that wants to bring her on this segment, but when mm-hmm. we explain the situation, I guess it's twofold. Are we going to get an apology? Yeah. And are uh, is she willing now to go back on the original Halloween agreement?
6: Mm-hmm.
4: Hey, Melinda. Hey. All right. We ready? Yeah. Okay. Only thing I ask is just don't say anything to her until I explain to her who's on the phone and what we're doing, okay? Sounds good. Cool. Then let me get on uh, Claire. (laughs) Hi, Claire. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Thank you again for doing this, by the way. We really appreciate it.
3: Sure, I'm not really sure what's up, but <laughs>
4: that, that makes it even better then. Um, okay. well, like, like I explained to you, like this is you know obviously a segment about forgiveness. Is there anybody you think that would want to bring you on a segment like this? Uh-uh. Okay. Well, the person that wanted to bring you on today is your daughter's friend's mom, Melinda. There, we can't have two Winifred's. The
5: plan was set. I bought the costumes, and then you just casually tell me, "Oh well." Smile emoji, laugh emoji. I'm like, it's the girls are upset. It's just about a boundary and keeping the plan they had. This is They're so silly.
6: Be, Wait, so do does
4: that, that <laughs> does that ring a bell to you? So you didn't know that was. The was plan. that yeah? Was
2: that the plan that all the girls have their kind of character picked and everything? Yeah, and, and it, you
4: did and you did a, did a, a acknowledge it and agree to it. Yeah, yeah,
2: like
5: a month ago, three weeks ago. But Ashley and Brittany are upset because yeah. the plan was changed, and you're as the mother, I think you should be telling her you keep your commitment. You know they. Well, what what I
3: guess I guess the question is like, what happened?
4: Uh, I I think that's where we're what? having like the disconnect here.
3: Well, she wanted it, and I just bought it, and I didn't really. I mean, I didn't like
5: do anything to, to make him mad. mad. Changing the plan disappoints her two best friends. It's not good behavior, and then I always have to deal with the aftermath. Wait, so Claire, so
2: Claire, so <laughs> Chloe just changed her mind last minute and decided to change and said that she wanted to be Winnie instead. Is that what happened? I didn't think it was a big deal.
6: I
5: really didn't. maybe they could just be twins. I, I don't know. I'm not going to, you know, suggest anything else and just there's also the point where they have to work it out, but you know, Well, I mean, do you
4: Claire do you feel like this was bad parenting <laughs> in the sense of like the girls had made the commitment. Everybody was on the same page. I think that's kind of that's kind of how it's feeling over here, you know, when it comes oh, to when it comes to Melinda.
3: No. No, I don't think so. I don't feel
5: bad about it. I just Halloween's I mean, fun. You know what I mean? But you act that way about like, oh, nothing's a big deal. And then, you know, unfortunately, your daughter is the least like well behaved of all of them, so I'm just saying. Oh, wow. well, we don't, okay, we don't need to like.
4: Okay, I feel like so we're getting we're getting off yeah, track before, here. We're getting off track.
2: Before we before we go into that, to Claire's point, like I, I get what you're I get what you're saying. Halloween is supposed to be fun, and if and it shouldn't be that serious. However, I can see how when you're little, I'm sure the girls were really excited and had this plan, and at least there should have been a warning if there wanted to be a change of plans. At least for. At least for you know Ashley and Brittany. I just don't know if
4: it's that serious. And again, I don't have kids.
2: If they're five, it's not. They're eight and
5: a half, and it's they're like going on seventeen. But, yeah. I, but like, but yeah. are we,
4: I, I, what I'm and I mean, and I mean no offense by this, but what I'm concerned about is that the moms possibly are making this a bigger deal than it really needs to be. Yeah. Like, is this being exactly. blown out of proportion more for the mom's sake than the kid's sake? Would you be okay if we, if we take calls on this to see kind of like, is an apology owed here or not? And should we go back to the original plan? Are you guys cool with that? Yeah. Okay. Totally
3: do
4: it. All right. 410-583-1065. One decided they wanted to change their mind. Like, is that okay to change their mind? Or should this be a big upheaval at this point and, and almost demand to go back to the original way? Hey Wendy from Baltimore, does Claire owe Melinda an apology for the costume change? Yeah, it was inconsiderate. They should have at least let the girls have another conversation
6: before anybody bought any costumes because they agreed to do this as a trio and it's not
4: gonna look right now. Mm. I see that. Okay. One vote for that. Four ten five eight three one oh six five. Hey, Jessica from Towson, do you think that Melinda I'm sorry, Claire owes Melinda an apology for the costume change?
6: Um, which Whichever one is the mom that's, like, upset over it and making a big deal over it, um, I think she just needs to, like, drop it. Okay,
2: so you don't think Claire owes her an apology at all? No, I don't, because
6: I think as moms of girls, which I can speak of this because I have three, mm-hmm. sometimes we try to live vicariously through our girls, mm-hmm. and okay. we kind of, like, make a big deal out of things, or... You know, maybe from, like, our past, when we were younger, we felt, like, not heard or seen or
4: frustrated about something. So it's more, that's what I'm trying to say. I feel like this maybe is more possibly about something
2: else. Than just the costumes.
4: Versus a costume issue. Yeah. You know, and that's what I don't want it to turn into. All right, so we got a vote on each side. We'll go to one more. Who you want to go to? Uh,
2: this is Renee and Glenn Burney. Hey, Renee. Hi.
4: We're going to give you the, the final vote here. Do you think Claire owes Melinda an apology?
6: Absolutely not. I mean, I think at eight years old, you know, there's going to be a lot more challenges coming up mm-hmm. that um, they're going to, you know, the mom should intervene in. This is not one of them. What would be the difference if, like, you know, all three girls decided to go as Winnie the Pooh yeah. or something else? It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's Halloween, and it's supposed to be a fun time, and... um I have a feeling that it's probably not the girls as much as it is Melinda being upset about it. It's
2: it just is not worth worth them all the mess know. when they should just be focusing no. on having fun.
4: Yeah. Okay. We feel that. Thank you. Um, I mean, Melinda, it seems like uh, most parents are disagreeing with you that they're saying that's just it's just not that big of a deal. Well,
5: how many eight and a half year old girls do they have? <laughs>
4: <laughs> I did not ask that question. Yeah. Um, I mean, can you can you kind of get it, though, from the, this perspective I mean, of, I like, do, it's not...
5: I do, but I think with the back history, too, because, like, this kind of stuff happens all the time with her and her daughter. And, you know, it's just, it, you know, it's like one...
4: I don't think this has anything to do with a Halloween the Halloween <laughs> costume. I think this is so little about the Halloween costumes. I mean, Claire, when you, when you hear this, I mean, you know, obviously people are, are on your side. It's...
1: Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5.
2: Hello. 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 What's my favorite? What's up? Y'all, we did it. Purple Friday. Purple Mm, Friday. That's
4: too many syllables to chant, I think. (laughs) (laughs)
2: I'm going to do whatever I want. (laughs) Purple Friday. Yeah. What's that? Friday energy, baby. Miss me with that.
4: (laughs) We're going to have one of those shows. Let's go. Lord. Uh, what's up? Six o'clock club. We did it. We made it. Remember Monday? You were like, there's no way we'll make it to Friday. And now that like, you did it, and we're here. So we'll start the show off with some shout outs. We call you the six o'clock club. This is anybody in a Maryland that is awake this early in the morning. Text us. We'll shout you out. Show you some love. 410-583-1065.
2: Veronica, good morning. A happy Purple Friday from John, the Annapolis locator. Juan and a Million checking in. Brenda, the rideshare driver is with us. Kelly in New Windsor. Kathy in Parkville. Terrence. Uh, our Kinder Care ladies, Karen and Amber, good morning. Mr. W. from Reisterstown, beautiful Beverly, big energy. Lisa in Westminster Yo. is with us. Good morning. Anthony from Catonsville, Lou and Glen Burnie, Teresa in Dundalk, Destiny, Big Brother TJ, Baby Ty from Elkridge, good morning. Lisa, Crystal from Northeast, June and Abingdon checking in. We got Hollypop, Big Daddy Brad, and WB from Glen Burnie. Good morning.
4: Text us 410 583 one zero six five. The house is divided this morning. Uh, what's more important today? In case you don't know, today is Back to the Future Day. So, uh, this is a movie that I watched the first time a year ago. I don't know if you've heard of it. Apparently, it was a big deal. <laughs> but I just watched it the first time like a year ago. I'm like, have you
2: guys seen Back to the Future? If you don't know, Kramer is typically six 30 years to, late. <laughs> I'm going to say like six to like 20 years late to things. You know? <laughs> so, so.
4: I... Literally watched Back to the Future the first time.
2: Mm-hmm. It was probably what last yeah
4: last year or something like maybe last summer. Yeah, I was like, damn, that's good. Really that's like, a good movie. Y'all should watch that. Okay. So I woke up this morning, the twenty first of October, being like, back to the future day. This is like the day they actually go back to and Back okay. to the Future, or whatever. Oh, really? Okay. Just FYI, in oh. case you haven't seen it. Oh wow. But to some people, today may be a little bit more.
2: It's Taylor Swift day. <sighs> is what it is. Taylor Swift dropped Midnight's, the parentheses 3 a.m. version. And as a Swifty, I'm about it. You like it? I like it. Initial reviews. Initial reviews. I'm going to say a mix of classic Taylor, a little Bonnie Bear in there, some soft pop EDM beats, a little Billie Eilish influence, and definitely some haunting sounds. It Like Taylor is fall. So today, Swifties, what you need to do is you need to go pick up a PSL to get in your car and go for a drive and put this baby on full blast.
4: So I woke up at three this morning for some reason, and I was like, oh, Taylor Swift's album, though. If you're not a Swiftie, the album is okay. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, it's exactly what you would expect. But let's be honest. If that album came out, you're right, in the middle of the summer, <laughs> I don't think it'd feel the same way. No, she she cool always
2: needs to drop in fall. It makes more sense. Now. Now.
3: Now. These are the top three
2: trending stories in the city.
3: The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number
2: three. The Ravens Super Bowl 47 squad will be in town for the Browns game this Sunday as part of a 10-year reunion. And they're also giving the flock a chance to win some really awesome signed memorabilia for the championship squad. The online giveaway is called a spin down memory lane. And you're going to have a chance to win prizes like a picture signed by Joe Flacco, a football signed by Ed Reed. And then everyone who enters will all have a chance to win the grand prize, which is an autographed helmet by Ray Lewis. The Ravens went to Super Bowl forty-seven and won 34-31 to 31 against the 49ers. And you can enter at BaltimoreRavens.com and just search contest. This Sunday, we're taking on the Browns at 1 p.m.
4: Fine. Number two.
2: An 81-year-old woman's funeral is currently trending after her granddaughter made a post from the services. Jody Perryman from Missouri recently passed away, and her granddaughter gave her props online for making her friends and family laugh one last time. Everyone at the funeral got a small Ouija board and a card that said, quote, let's keep in touch. And then in it was a photo of Jody smiling with her tongue out, flipping everybody off. <laughs> Ever since Gracie posted this photo, it's gone viral everywhere. The Today Show even reached out to her on Twitter. So you may be seeing a few interviews with Gracie on the news this week and next. Thoughts on that? This made me smile. Yeah. like I think this was like, what a really... I mean, for her to even think about that, and yeah. it, it made me smile and kind of like a little tear to my eye. I can't imagine what it did to, to her loved ones to kind of get that little, little piece of happiness on what is typically a dark day. I
4: don't think I want a real sad funeral. I don't want it. Like, I don't need y'all sitting around crying about me. Mm-hmm. But like, <laughs> it's just, it be if you didn't know that was coming, though.
2: Oh, yeah. Nobody. Like, yeah, she was like, what is this?
4: Just walking into that and you get a Ouija board, you'd be like, wait, what? Number one.
2: Black Adam starring Dwayne Rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson officially hits theaters today. The Rock plays the DC Comics anti-hero Black Adam, which is a 5,000-year-old Egyptian superhero taking out bad guys. And if it follows the comic book, it's a lot of bad guys. To the point where the producers had to remove a lot of the violence to get the MPAA to agree to the PG-13 rating. The body count had to be cut in half in order to get the most at the box office. However, producers are telling fans that the, quote, kill scenes that get left out at the theater release could be included at the home release and streaming services. So keep that in mind if you want to see it. but. If that's not your jam, remember the rom-com uh, "Ticket to Paradise" with George Clooney and Julia Roberts hit theaters oh, yeah. today too. I'm really excited to see that.
4: This, I'm sorry, this superhero is called what?
2: Black Adam. So he's a DC comic, um, and he basically, I don't, I, I'm not too, I don't know like the story completely, completely, but basically, he was a slave and they killed him and so when he comes back he's a superhero and so when he comes back he's going after all the people that like did him wrong and who are doing others wrong and I think what makes him interesting is typically heroes don't like go after people that hard and that violently whereas Black Adam he's like I'm getting revenge kind of thing this is Jess and that was your top three
4: we're on the search for the absolute scariest real life ghost story this month the story to beat right now comes from Trisha and Easton a quick summary jess
2: her house became haunted and the spirit was like scratching them at nighttime. dolls without like their mouths were showing up on her daughter's bed so like weird. it's almost like they were under attack by whatever was taking over the house she is
4: our two-day reigning champion our new competitor today trying to knock her off her spooky perch is diana from westminster good morning
2: Hi, how are
4: you? We're so good.
2: I'm okay. <laughs> no, I'm not doing the best. I'm not great, honestly. I'm not. I'm not at my my top top ten right now.
4: Whatever you say, will give Jess this actual nightmare. So, all right, you know how this goes, right? You're gonna have 60 seconds to tell us this real life ghost story. Hopefully, you will be the crowning champion. But your time to scare us starts in three, two, one, go.
3: So 10 years ago, I moved into the slave quarters of an old blueberry plantation right outside Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Oh, no. um, we lived there for about two days when weird things started happening. We would hear the doors slam. People would walk up and down the steps at night. Mm-hmm. Our sheets would get pulled off of us while we were sleeping. <sighs> Well, after a little investigation we found out that the blueberry plantation was a part of the underground railroad. Oh, God. Here inside we go. the basement there were tunnels. The tunnels had been closed off and once we had paranormal activity people come in, it was determined that there were actual skeletons inside <gasps> no. this tunnel. So one night, I'm pulling into my driveway. There's an old African-American woman standing in the window. I go inside thinking my boyfriend is cheating on me, obviously. I look through the entire house. There's nobody there. I'm standing in my bathroom about two days later, and a face, like, I look up in the mirror, and there's a face behind me. I look down. It's gone. Um, we started seeing shadows uh, coming. Okay, like all right,
4: okay. that's 60 seconds. how long did you live there
3: how like like all i want to say we made it six months
4: all that they would have to say is by the way there's there's skeletons in your house
3: yeah it was really creepy we i mean we made it six months (sighs) the house was from the like early or well it's from 1892 yeah Originally, it was really
4: creepy. I I can only imagine.
3: (laughs) Remember
2: I told y'all that Airbnb was part of the Underground Railroad. Weird stuff was going on.
3: I believe. And like when you would pull into the thing, there was this big water fountain. So just the look of the house was kind of creepy too. Yeah. But it was huge. It was a huge house. And, and why did you move yeah. in? Why did y'all move in? <laughs> yeah, what wow. about the so house? I got, just got a job say. working for the Pediatric Chemotherapy Center in Gettysburg. Well, we can't okay. argue well, with that. Well, thank you for, thank we you for can't your, your argue service. With that. Thank you for everything
4: you do. Jessica, we get a hard call today. Which one do you think is actually scarier? Is it going to be Trisha, who is our reigning champion? You know, she was the one that went up to the attics, all the 666, the yeah, mattress, yeah, 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 and then yeah, all the yeah. demonic stuff. Then there's Diana, literally.
2: Well, that skeleton under her home. <laughs> I'm sorry, excuse me. What?
4: Which one's scarier to you?
2: The skeleton for sure. The skeletons, and the fact that like you were seeing people, you they were there, they were like, Yo, what's up? Oh man, and like, the it's... sheets were coming off of you at night, and you saw their face in the mirror when you were going to the bathroom.
3: Yeah, there's would... <laughs> skeletons under okay, her house. Hang
4: on, let me argue this for one second because you got to remember. Right, six six six, written on the wall. Pictures of Jesus in the attic, but skeletons under the house. You know, it's right. It's skeletons under the house. No,
2: I think it's. I think it's Diana.
4: I, th- I think Diana, I think you have now taken the lead in our competition for the scariest real life ghost story in the state. That's that is a. That's a doozy right there. Well, congratulations. I feel we're saying congratulations, but you did it. I don't
3: know. I only lasted six months. Yeah, It was terrible. You lasted about five
4: five months and a week longer than I would have. So (laughs) congratulations. You are (laughs) our reigning champion. Fridays on our show, we do this. let's go. We yep, happen to be fans of the Baltimore Ravens. So we feel like it's our duty. And I think as the city, yes, it is our responsibility to do whatever we can do to get us leading into one of the most important Sundays
2: yeah. of the season. This is a very big division matchup for us. Also, the team listens to the, f- the flop line. We don't know that. They do. I doubt They it. gather around the owner, Steve Fischotti. <laughs> Coach Harbaugh, he wakes up. Mark too. Andrews is there. Lamar Jackson stepping up. You know, no, they're all they're all gathered. They're all they're all huddled, Not true. drinking tea, Maybe. listening to us cheer them on for Sunday's game against the Browns. at 1 p.m.
4: What we're trying to do is turn this into the biggest Ravens pep rally ever. So what we need you to do, pick up your phone if you're a true diehard Ravens fan, call our flock line eight six six flock line eight six six flock line. And just give us the best gosh dang cheer that you've got inside of your soul this morning because we need this one, okay? 866 flock line.
5: Oh,
6: Kramer!
4: Jessica! <laughs> it's me,
6: Mikkel.
2: Say it, not a
6: Listen. Can you hear it? Yes. The naysayers. The bandwagon jumpers. The Ravens can't win. Harbaugh's a joke. Well, crap on that action. Because the Ravens always come to play. The Marvelous is Marvelous. And in Tucker we trust. So this upcoming battle with Browns isn't going to be slow. Ravens, don't win it for us. Do it for Mo. You Ravens.
4: Always. His best Never
6: work. ever I mean, disappoint. Ever. Go Ravens!
3: Remember, we're, one, we're behind you 100%. Yeah. Always cheering for you guys. We love you and God bless. Go Ravens!
4: Yeah. Whoa! We, we don't need bandwagoners. We don't. We need real ones right now. I love 866 that. flock line. 866 flock line.
3: This Sunday in Baltimore, the Ravens have the Browns in town. Little does Kevin Stefanski know that he's just coaching a bunch of clowns. (laughs) And won't you know it? J.K. Dobbins will outmatch Nick Chubb running yard for yard and pound for pound. This is Jake from Towson saying, R-A-B-E-N-S,
4: Ravens! (laughs) That's what we're talking about.
2: Yes. Now, now. Now. These are the top 3 trending stories in the city.
3: The Baltimore Top 3, three. with Jess.
2: Number three. Artscape is returning in 2023 after a three-year hiatus. And if you didn't like the heat, you might like the new dates because the nation's largest free arts festival is back and not only taking over Baltimore's Bolton Hill and Mount Royal Neighborhoods, but they're going to be expanding to Station North. And the festival will now run five days from September 20th to September 24th, 2023. Artscape first started in 1982 as an arts fair that marketed Baltimore as a cultural hub. Number two. So Google Trends has released its 2022 Fright Geist, a list of the top searched costumes in the U.S. And while some of the top ten costumes are inspired by popular movies and shows, a witch tops the list for the second year in a row. Stranger Things inspired costumes come in at number four, and Hocus Pocus costumes are 14th following the recent release of the True. sequel to the 1993 Halloween classic, so I have a feeling that we will be seeing a lot of Hocus Pocus witches this Halloween. I
4: just, I cannot talk about Hocus Pocus costumes anymore today. Number
2: one. HBO's Shaquille O'Neal documentary series is finally getting a release date. The four-part docu-series titled will span over four weeks starting on November 23rd. It'll air on Wednesdays at 9 p.m. and can also be streamed on HBO Max. The documentary will chronicle the basketball superstar's legendary rise and his life off the court off the court. Dwayne Wade, Derek Fisher, Jerry West, and Phil Jackson interviews will be featured in the series. I
4: think it'll be good. Are we getting burnt out with the whole mini
2: Just Lakers? No, no, not just Lakers. No. And I know and I'm not saying I'm not saying that offensively, but there's just been like a lot, a lot. of uh, documentaries no. surrounding the Lakers and coming out lately. I
4: listen, I want a documentary. I don't want any more docu series. Oh, and I don't it's like have, a four-part thing. I don't have nine hours for the story. Nor, nor do I even care that much. Remember back in the day, we have an hour and a half documentary, and that was it. Or just watch a Dateline. Mm-hmm. Hour and a half
0: with commercials, I, two I've, hours total. I've
2: actually been enjoying these because I feel like it gives whatever whatever point they're trying to focus on a little more room to breathe, you know? Like, it's you small. can't just, like, skip over Phil Jackson and, like, give Jerry West, like, 20 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I really? feel like they all need their own episode. This is Jess, and that was your top three. This is nowhere he- as heavy as it sounds. No.
4: We made a game based on Jess's tears. Well,
2: it, we, we try not to let it get heavy. Sometimes it does. Get Sometimes heavy. it gets heavy. Will
4: it? Will it not? We'll find out right now with the game that we play called Friday Friday. It's time for Friday Friday. <laughs> Feels good to let it out. Can you mentally prepare me right now? Is it a heavy week? No. Okay. I mean, Just... I don't know. Jess doesn't know the difference of heavy and not heavy anymore. Yeah, like my,
2: yeah. I feel like for me, I'm like, is this heavy? Because if anything, I feel better, you know?
4: (laughs) All right, Friday Friday goes like this. Pay attention. Jess is going to give you three stories right now, okay? Two of those stories are made up One reason is an actual reason of why she cried this week. But are you able to tell the real story from the two fake ones? In Jess's life, it's always kind of hard to tell. So, our prize this week, Jess.
2: 20 Maryland lottery instant scratch-offs. So, if you win the lottery because of my tears, at least buy me some Kleenex.
4: That sounds fair. Let's get into this. All right, story number one.
2: Story number one. So, I was kind of in a funk this week. And on this day in particular, it was gloomy and I didn't want to do anything. My exact words to my boyfriend, garage boy, were, I just want to sit on the couch in my blanket, watch Harry Potter, and light my fall candles and cry. (laughs) And he was like, no, we need to go to the gym. And that made me really upset because he wasn't supporting my fall (laughs) meltdown. So I got ready for the gym, crying, mad at him, still went. And I felt a lot better after I went, actually. So I'm thankful that he just put up with my tears and meltdown because I did feel better after going to the gym.
4: Quick question. What's the difference between a meltdown and a fall meltdown?
2: Because sometimes when it's gloomy in the fall, it's harder to be more active because you just want to cuddle up. Okay. You get what I'm saying? No. (laughs) Okay.
4: Question number two. I mean, story number two.
2: Story number two. So, it's my sister's 20th birthday on Sunday. And her name is Michaela, but her nickname is Butter. And I was looking for pics for her birthday post on Sunday. And I started to get emotional because for the first time... I came to the realization that I actually got to enjoy seeing her grow up. Butter and I are nine and a half years apart, and that age gap has definitely had its challenges. But, like, I I actually have memories of her taking her first steps and Mm. feeding her in her high chair and, like, seeing her in her matching jammies. And I just, I'm thankful that I have that because I'm so much older than her. Um, So that combined with me missing her party on Sunday, I sobbed. I saw it. It's believable.
4: Story number three.
2: Story number three. Have you ever looked at something so cute that it made you so happy that you cried? Because that's literally what happened to me when I got my nails done this week. So I have this little ghost. (laughs) And he is so, he's like a sad, tired, like mopey little ghost. And like when my nails were finished, I just looked at it and I was just so happy. And it brought a tear to my eye.
4: I, I swear if that's if that's the real cry this week, I'm done. I'm done. I'm emotionally,
2: physically Still taking name suggestions for him. <laughs> we love him.
4: Alright, so which one was the real cry this week? It's so the Fall Meltdown, Butter's birthday, or stupid-ass nails you no, can't stop talking about this no. Whole week. No,
2: the cutest, the cutest little nails you've ever did save for Halloween, because Halloween is the best nail season, hands down.
4: Hey, Louise. Hello. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. All right, which one you think it is? One, two, or three? One. One was the Fall Meltdown. Not really quite sure what that means, but uh, why Why the Fall Meltdown, Louise?
6: I don't know. Sometimes you have those days where you just don't want to do anything. And you kind of reminisce and just, you know, just start crying. Yes. You know. it,
4: yeah, it's a mood. Fall can, fall can be moody sometimes. Fall is a mood. I do get it. Jess, mm-hmm. was that the real cry this week?
2: Louise, that was not the real cry this week. But thank you so much for calling. You tried. Oh, okay, no problem. Thank you. Have a
4: great weekend. You too. Thank you so much. Two options left. 410 583
2: 1065. This is Donna on line three. Miss
4: Donna. Hello, baby. This <laughs> is uh this is my love of my life, Donna. <laughs> Donna, I can't wait to meet you in real life, by the way. I know, gonna, please, I'm gonna feel Donna, like fulfilled. Oh my
2: goodness, I can't wait. Well, I mean, since I'm your radio
4: wife, you should know what I look like. I mean, I just I can only imagine it. And it's so good in my head, Donna. It's so good. I, in, in in real life I'm sure it's even better. Okay, Donna, you got Two options left. You think it's story number 2 or number 3? Uh number 3. And why 3, Donna? Well, us women just get emotional sometimes when something good happens.
2: That that is true. That's what it was. It was like happiness. It was just pure joy that I felt.
4: In case you don't know, I swear to you, just literally made. And I'm not talking about, <laughs> "Oh, look at my nails on TikTok." <laughs> no. She made a whole like Adventure.
2: Yeah, it was like an adventure. Like if my ghost could make a noise, okay. that's the noise he would make.
4: Was that the real cry this week, please? Say it, no. it
2: wasn't. It wasn't the Thank real God. cry, but right. I mean, he's been taking over my life all week, though.
4: Donna, I love you. Love you too, baby. cake. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good weekend. All right, leaves us one person left. Jess, who is this?
2: This is Penny from PA. Penny. Hey. You only got one option left. What you going with? Um,
4: number two. I think you said number two. You're in PA, so you're far away from us. Did you say number two? <laughs> I said number two, yes. Number two. Jessica, was that the real cry? That was, of course, about your sister's birthday.
2: It was the real cry. I knew it. I knew it. Well, why
4: Why did you go with that one?
6: Well, because she talks so much about how much she misses her family, and she talks about her sister, and yeah. I have a sister, and, you know, yeah. it, it just...
2: Felt right to me today. Well, she was the cutest baby.
4: Sometimes you go with your gut, and it's absolutely <laughs> right. Yeah, how you feeling? You good over there? You no, good with that? No? no, I'm
2: actually I'm I'm it's crying weird, right, right now. I'm holding like, back tears. It's, it's a little it's a little rough right now.
4: When your little siblings get older, it's very bizarre.
2: And when you can see it, like because I yeah, can tell, it's you know, tiny. and it's weird. Yeah, you're bigger. It's weird. Well, happy birthday to Butter.